0: church, I have come to a place to understand that we can get ourselves so busy, but at a point in time, we have to sit down and be real with God and to ourselves. And I believe it is, it can never be a human mind to team a program like this. Examine yourself. This is a message from heaven. And I want us to collaborate with the spirit. It's not about me. It's not about just the program. It's about God's will. Being established in such a time as this. You know, first Samuel chapter two, verse number three. Hannah has gotten her miracle. And for many years, She has been mocked by her rival. And then Hannah begins to reveal something about God. And she starts to say mighty things about how God is powerful. Then the woman by inspiration says something about God. That I believe that the church must come back and understand that statement that Hannah made. When Hannah would stand and say that from today, let no proud word come out of the mouth of anyone referring to her rival. If you have any arrogance to show, if you remember God, stop. Mm -hmm. Then he goes back to tell an aspect of God that everybody must check Before you act. And he said he is the God of knowledge. And by him, all actions are weighed. By him. He didn't say he weighs actions. He said by him. That means God is the balance with which actions are weighed. So, if an action is good, the balance to weigh it is God. So sometimes we may recommend ourselves, we may be happy about our lives, but at the end of the day, the balance is God. And he wishes to check the magnitude of your action. Men may clap, but will God clap if you are put on his balance? And Hannah reveals such a mystery and I sit back and say, God, how do I start from? When I know very well that my ego and my emotions are calling for the approval of men. But God sits back and by the inspiration of the spirit speaks through a woman and says, I'm the way in balance. So one day Belshazzar messes up around and drinks of the cup of God and he sees an, an invisible handwriting on the wall. And she begins to look for somebody to interpret. And one Daniel comes around and begins to interpret it. And says that I have numbered your kingdom. And have finished it. I have weighed you on a balance. And you have found one You have found. So you see when he was drinking everybody was clapping. Until the hand came and said I am the way balance. I have weighed you. And now, you are found wanting. Yes. sir. After all this applause in life, there is one that was. Yes. And the danger about it is that 1 Samuel 16 verse 7. He has sent someone to go and anoint the sons of Jesse. And then he sees big men coming. And sees one of them earlier. He said, this one is the anointed of God. This one. This one. You can't miss. This is it. He's the anointed of God. And then God speaks and tells, he said, you people look at their appearance. But I look at the inward. Then God says something very interesting. He said, but the Lord said to Samuel, give me the King James. Or or keep it like this, keep it like this. Everybody will love it. Can we all read one to go? But the Lord said to Samuel, don't judge by his appearance or heart. For I have rejected him. The Lord doesn't see things the way you see them. And let's end it there. The Lord doesn't see things the way you see them. You see a land cruiser and crab. God sees a tickle and crab. Yeah. Depending, on, depending on his purpose and his cancer. What? Listen, our definition and the definition of God doesn't meet. That is why after men have sung your song, go and hear the song God is singing about you. That is where our whole life begins. This is where our journey... So, Isaiah has been talking about the nation, the sin of the nation, from Isaiah chapter 1 to Isaiah chapter 5. And it gets more scary when you go to Isaiah chapter 5. He said that, and hell has opened himself and has enlarged himself, waiting to swallow you. Then by Isaiah chapter 6... God gives him an opportunity to see heaven. And he said, I also, I saw God. seated on the throne. And by Isaiah chapter 6 verse 5. The moment he saw God, who is the mirror of life. He said, woe unto me, for I am. The man began to curse himself. Woe unto me, for I am undone. I live with men of unclean lips. And my eyes have seen the Lord. You are big until you see God. Sometimes you are intelligent until he shows up. Then he reveals your foolishness. And when a man meets God, nobody explains to the man he has to humble himself. Nobody. 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 Listen, in examining yourself, don't read people's books. Seek to see God. Sometimes people's stories will deceive you. So you hear people's story and you think you are fine. Until you see him. Zacchaeus saw him. He said, ah, I'm a sinner. You think Zacchaeus have not heard people preach. You have heard it. But you see, the reflection of our life is in no one than him. For he made us in his image and in his likeness. So everybody looks like him. If you miss It is only him you will see to know you have missed. It is only God. It is only him. That is, uh, one time, one time he met Peter on the sea. Then after Peter finished dealing, he he said, please go away. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. That is why the job of the church is not to be telling people about ourselves. It's to be revealing Jesus to them. There can never be true repentance until people see the one who made them like himself. Listen, we are not clones of other men. We are the image of a God. That is why in Romans chapter 1, the Bible says that he got angry with men. For he revealed his invincible power to men. And he said, for they were not thankful and they did not worship him. And he said, for men turned the truth of God into a lie. For the creature worship creatures he other than the creator. So the essence of God revealing himself was to make men come back to who they really are. And the men had to miss. The danger of this life is to run through this, this walk of life and never for once stand to peep through the mirror of God to find out how you are faring before you cross the shores of this earth. Every single day is an opportunity to find God to check your status. You don't check your status from social media. You don't check your status from other people. It was when Benihin went to heaven recently that he heard that even him he has missed. Did you not hear the confession and the testimony of our own father? I we thank God for fathers like that. Who will not be shy to tell the church that I just met God and I've realized I have missed. How on earth will a man be able to meditate to know that all this while a bishop has missed somewhere. Until a humble man like that met God and came back and told the church that all this while God says I've missed. There is something ahead of us. People of God, there is something ahead of us. That if we don't sometimes put the gimmicks around ministry and get back to God. And tell God Lord, reveal me to me. Reveal me to me. And then you you go all out. I was in a long fasting this year and I made a mistake. (laughs) I made a mistake to tell the Lord, tell me what I don't know. He told me take a pen of paper and paper and begin to write and he started telling me things about me I don't know. After I finished one page, I begged him, Holy Spirit, stop. Now I know I'm a sinner. <laughs> you see, sometimes we can hide behind gifts, and hide behind miracles, and hide behind things until we realize that we have missed his person. That's the error. So in Matthew chapter seven, verse 21, eh, Jesus began to bring out a picture. That tells us how the judgment day will be like. He was not talking to just the Jews because of the content of his message. He said that on the last day, some will say, Did I not call you Lord, Lord? It's not everyone that called me Lord, Lord shall enter into the kingdom. Have you seen that? It's not everyone that called me, give me King James. It's not everyone that called me Lord, Lord shall enter into the kingdom of God. Uh huh. At that time, was he Lord? Please answer. At that time, was he Lord? He had not died. He has not been made the Lord of all creation. So he was talking about a future issue. He said that, that but he that doeth the will of my father, which is in heaven, 22. Many will say to me in that the Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful things. When he was saying this, at that time, they were not casting out devils in the name of Jesus. They were exorcists. They were practicing the Jewish form of casting out devils. The Jewish form of casting out devils is to, mention, to hear the name, to force the demon to mention his name. So they used the name of the demon to cast it out. That's what they did. That's why at the point in time, Jesus asked the madman, uh, uh, the spirits in them, They said, we are, we are called legend. He said, then get out. And the Bible says that the devil is the father of all liars. So that time casting out de- demons is very difficult because they are, they are liars. That means you must force him to tell you the truth about his name. And you are dealing with <laughs> you are dealing with a liar. <laughs> so how do you get him to tell that is that's why they could use one man six months to, to cast one demon? <laughs> because you, you must force the demon to give up and tell you his real name. So they will beat do everything to make sure that the demon gets it. But to that time when he was talking, he was not talking about their time. He was talking about the era after his resurrection. And he said, some people will stand and say, did I not cast out devils in your name? That means the main characteristics around the judgment day will be self-deception. Genuinely, genuinely. He, listen, to stand before the almighty and question him. That means the I knew I was doing the right thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for people to be bold. Okay. To stand before him and say, did I not use your name to prophesy? Did I not use your name? To... That means the I was not using Jiju. it was your name. Yeah. 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 Wow. Then the Bible says that he would tell them, get thee away from me. For I knew thee not. Hey. Hey. No. Yeah. Knew thee, knew. Genosko, the greek word is ginosco it comes in three ways new means that i did not permit you i did not feel you i did not speak to you it comes in three ways i did not feel you i did not permit you i did not speak to you that means that you may be gifted but you must be permitted to operate in that gift So it is not every time that you are called upon to use your gift that you stand and say, me, I don't even need music to prophesy. Just give me a mic and let me prophesy. It looks sweet before people, but to God, he will say, I didn't know you. I didn't know you. You were, sir." that is my fear. That's my fear. For Jesus to say, I didn't feel you. That means there will be messages people will feel you, but he will not. So the question is that after I finish preaching, will he feel? It's one thing me feeling myself and another thing he feeling it. That's the deal. There may be many activities, sir. There may be many activities, but we must go back to the Lord of the church and ask. Sir, did you feel it? In fact, did you speak to me? Did you speak? And that, that is our That is our burden. That's our burden. For people to say you are good, that doesn't mean you should walk about good in yourself. (laughs) There is a day, there is a master who fears no one. And he is so jealous about his will that it doesn't matter how you did it. If you did it outside his permission, he kicks you out. That is why Apostle Paul will say something like this in 1 Corinthians 9, that verse 27. He, he said that I am careful I like keep myself under suggestion that after I have preached, I will not be a cast away. The other Greek word there, I will not be a cast away means that I will not be approved. So after I have preached, I must make sure that someone up there approved. it's not enough to preach that topic. Did God approved? It. It's not enough to have sung the song you sang today as a choir. Did God approve of the song? It's not enough to say that I, to, to, to some Christians today, he hears one pastor here, he has gone. He hear another pastor here has gone. That church, you, you left one church to go to another church. Did God approve? Have God the error, the danger is that the one you are married to is God, does he have God's approval. Yeah. <laughs> life is dangerous. Oh. If we are to go into matters, <laughs> life is dangerous. <laughs> this walk with God is a serious matter. When I look at certain things like this, I quail at my corner, and after all people say about me, I go back and I ask myself, is heaven okay? Except I want to deceive myself. Second Corinthians ten eighteen, it is not he that commends himself; it's a proof, but he that God commends. There is a master somewhere who carries the marking scheme. After nations have given you awards, there is a master somewhere that is waiting. And it's so scary that one time he was talking about the three pillars of the kingdom. In Matthew chapter 6, when he pray, when he fast, when he give, and he quickly chipped it in, that be careful how you pray, otherwise you have already received your reward on it. So there are things you can do about your giving life that you have already received your reward. So one day you go back to God and you ask yourself, God, what, what is my I've been doing good. What is my reward? He would tell you the time you did good that you went back and pastor said thank you that you said you are welcome. If pastor says thank you for giving and you tell pastor you are welcome, that means you gave it to pastor. That is the reward you have received. No matter what you give to the church, it's not a matter of thank you to you. It's a matter of a privilege to a God who has given you an opportunity to give. So that you wait for his reward one day. These three pillars carries rewards, but the reward has a system. It's either you receive it here or you receive it there. Some of you people have clapped you out of your reward a long time. Then you finish, you finish ministry and you go back and say, how did it go? You did so well. It was so, so, so powerful. For you, if we don't have you in this church, we are finished. That was, that's your reward. That is your reward. You just took it. Go. But we are talking about people. As the glory is coming, you are diverting it to Jesus. It's not me. It's him. It's not me. It's him. Do you think why Jesus will will boldly say that my meat and my drink is to do the will of the father and to finish it? It's a mature deal in this kingdom. The will of the father. The will of the father. The will of the father. He said, listen, maybe I can quickly step into what I really wanted to treat today. But I just want you to know, there is a call of our lives. There is. Never let anybody be a decider of the weight of your life. That is why everybody must spend time with God until you begin to find yourself all inside of him. Am I talking to somebody here? That's all we live for. At the end of the day, in Romans chapter 8, verse 28, he said, All things work together. For the good of them that love the Lord. And are called according to his purpose. And after that he said, for they he foreknew. He predestined to conform to the image of his son. That means everybody has already been predestinated. You don't find your destiny on earth. You were predestinated before you came. And your destiny is to be conformed to Christ. Wait. Wait listen, that means that by the time you leave this world, you should look like him. And God calls that your destiny. Your destiny is not to be a doctor. Your destiny is to be a conform a person conformed into Christ, just practicing medicine. No. How can carpentry be your profession? uh, Your destiny? That's a profession. That's a profession. There is a higher destiny. Listen to me. First John chapter 3, verse 2. It says that dearly beloved, sons of God, we don't know how it we, we will appear. But what we know is that when he comes, we will appear because we will see him as he is. So at the end of the day, the end of our lives is to look like him. So in assessing yourself, you assess yourself to know how much of the measure you are in Christ Jesus. That's why the Bible said that to some he gave pastors, to some he gave apostles for the equipping of the sin, for the work of ministry, until we all come to the unity of the faith, even to the knowledge of the Son of God, to the measure of the fullness of Christ. So the reason why you have been given a pastor is to train you so that every single day you grow up to the fullness of Christ. So you examine yourself, not by how much money you have, but how much of Christ you have grown into. That is, that is the examination that we are to go through. How much of Christ do you look like? By the time he comes, we must look like him. That's, that's our homework. People of God, that's our homework. Listen, when people die at an early age, it's not a case. Some people attain the measure so early. So they have to go. Some to some attain that measure. Very late. And sometimes God will let them be students in the church for a long time. Until they reach. Because the church don't even understand why they are in the body. And God has given them the leaders of the body. So that we will keep growing. So every single service, every single meeting is an assessment. How far have I gone? in becoming like Jesus. Oh, do I have a church here? How far? How far? Listen, God's definition of things is different from our own. The world defined life differently until Jesus came. And in Luke chapter 12, someone went to Jesus and asked Jesus, can you share our properties between me and my brother? And Jesus said, have I been sent to divide properties for you? He said, don't you know? That a man's life is not in the abundance of things that he possesses. That means that life is not things. Then he went ahead to say of a parable of a rich man. Who got a lot of goods. And then said I will, I will increase my band And fill it and tell my soul rejoice. And he said that this night we will take your soul from you. Then he said so are they who are not rich towards God. That means life is not things. Life is God. Life is Be rich towards God. So sometimes, if you are measuring your life, listen, that measurement, let me give it a definition. That measurement is called God. He's the weighing balance. At the end of the day, the pass into heaven will be how much of Christ that you carry. How much of Christ did you grow into? That's a measurement. That will be the glory that men will attain before his presence. Before his presence, the thing that the world values today will be so foolish and useless. Yeah. The definition of greatness in the world is different from the definitions of greatness in the kingdom. (laughs) So interesting. How God, Jesus, calls great. He said that of all men, born of women, John is the greatest. John. John. And you look at the life of John. No miracle. Just a preacher. Just a preacher. And the Bible says that aside all the prophets, the miracle workers, everybody, those who parted the Red Sea into two, those who did that, John is the greatest. All he did was to preach. Then he said that in the kingdom, even the least in the kingdom, is greater than John. Even the least in the kingdom. What did John do? John was only a preacher. That means he, the least of the kingdom is a preacher.
1: The
0: least of this kingdom is a preacher. And he said the greatest is the one that will serve. So to God, the one that clean this place Before the preacher came. Listen. These are things we don't. These are things we don't understand. So to somebody. The preacher is bigger. Than the one that cleans. But to God. The one that. Because he finished washing their feet. And he said the one that will wash your feet and serve you. He's the greatest. He's the greatest. So to God. The donkey jobs in the kingdom is greater than the well-branded jobs. So in assessing yourself, you check your motive. What have you been doing for the kingdom? Do you target the branded ones? Or you target the donkey ones? This (laughs) is it. This is it. This is the journey we are going. So we have to be able to tap into the mind of God. That is why most at times, we are not able to really capture why God makes lives some people in life. Go and check. You realize that God's definition about this whole life is totally different. So sometimes we don't understand why someone is blessed. Why would God pay attention to this one and not pay attention to me? Go and check definitions. The dictionary of heaven is totally different from the dictionary on earth. Hmm. <laughs> to God, how beautiful are the feet of those that carry the gospel? But we know very well those that carry the gospel, their feet is dusty. <laughs> <laughs> their feet is very dusty, but you said, those are the ones, their feet are beautiful. God's definition about your life is totally different. This is where we pick our examination. Then we go before him and we ask the Lord, Lord, who am I? then God will not give you a long list. He will just reveal himself to you. And the more you see him, the more you know you. That is why the meaning of sin is some way. The Greek meaning of sin in Greek is hamatano. Hamatano means that to be without a part or to refuse a share of something. I thought I would just see the meaning of the Greek meaning of sin to be like evil. I said no. It's just to refuse to be, have a part of something. That means that to God sin is not necessarily doing wrong. Sin is refusing to have a part of him. <laughs> Wait to. Wait to. Listen. This is what it means. To somebody I don't hate you. I don't also love you. I'm there. But to God I am love. If you don't hate and you don't love, you are sin. Because you must have a part of me. And the part of me is love. So if you don't hate, you must love. So don't claim that I didn't sin because I I don't hate. Am I talking to a church here? That's what it means. So the whole idea of sin didn't come because man ate a fruit only. The idea of sin is that man was bold to let God go. Hey, that was man's sin. Come on. Come on. Why do you let him go? So you, you can now stand on yourself. So murder didn't come when God was around. Murder came when God left. So every other thing happened when God left. That is why the Bible says, listen, give me the TLB of um, Romans 3.23. Romans 3.23, quickly. sabaya. Listen. There are many of us who, who think I don't fornicate. So, I've not sinned. Okay. You don't fornicate, but you don't give. God is a giver. <laughs> Look at it. Yes. All have sinned. Semicolon. So now it's come to tell you the sin of all. All fall short of God's glorious ideal. So the sin of all is that nobody is carrying his glory. And that to tell you that for all have missed the standard. All have missed the standard. That is sin. That is sin. So sin has a place if God is not there. That's the whole idea. Sin sin strength is the absence of God. That's sin strength. So to analyze yourself, is not to sit back and calculate which sin I committed and which sin I didn't commit. How much of God do I have? How much of God don't I have? There's a dimension of God that repels sin. It comes into you and sin has no place. That is why the Bible says that ye sin will no more have dominion over you. Because you are not under the law, but under grace. The Grace is his presence among men. So the question is that, I'm in his image and likeness. I lost it. So when the Bible said, Jesus came on, earth, this is the Lamb that taketh away. The sins of this world. Take it away the sins of this world. How did he take away the sins of this world? He turned the veil into two. Made the presence of God available. And sanctified our heart so that God can come and dwell in our heart. When God comes, the standard of righteousness is revealed. That is how sin was taken away. When God, the door was open for God to come. That was how sin was dealt with. You see, when man left the presence of God, God decided to at least let me try to give them a standard to see if they can overcome sin. So the Bible says, Moses, this man, this man, I can't, I can't really, I can't really get my mind around the man. You have seen rest part into two. You have seen frost appear from nowhere. You have seen flies. You have seen water turn blood. Burning bush. rod turn to snake. Then you still go back to God and say, show me your glory. No. <laughs> no. There's there something. There's something these people knew. There's something. You have climbed. Exodus uh, 24, you have gone to the highest rim. And I've been captured into glory. And it was Hebrew that made us know that you were in heaven. Mm. And yet you come back and say, show me your glory. And then God answers him. (laughs) And God tells him that I'll put you in a cave. And I'll cover the cave and pass by. And I'll remove my hand and you'll see my back pass. Hmm. And then the man comes and begins to give over 430 laws. And what he doesn't know was that it was the back. True identity is not at the back. True identity is in the face. But he tells the man, if you see my face, you will die. Why? Because for everybody to see the face of God, you must die. The face is his reality. The face is his life. The face is him. And your life and his life cannot marry. One must die. That is why Apostle Paul said, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ that liveth in me. Listen, in seeing the life of God, yours must die. But that time, they didn't understand. They were not ready for, to die. So God has to show them his back. So everything they saw was just not God. This is not me. That is why you would tell them a tooth for tooth. <laughs> <laughs> this is not me. He tells them if somebody do the case stone. Oh, no, this is not me. You see, in Exodus 33, when he said I'll cover it and I'll, I'll just I'll just let you see my back pass. In 34, he declared who he really is to Moses. He said that I'm merciful and truthful. I'm abundant in goodness. I'm long suffering. That one he just said it. and said, let it be. I, this word I just said, will come in flesh and blood and demonstrate it. It's not you. All you can do is to show my back parts to them. That is why when the flesh and blood came, he took one whole chapter of the Bible and began to break it down to let them know that everything that Moses taught you was the back part. It can never lead you to the true standard of who God is. I have come to show you his face. And you see, when you read Matthew chapter five, verse number eleven, downwards, it it gives a very interesting thing. Before Jesus will even go there, he he talks about God. Um, God blesses. Well, give me King James. Let's let's read King James quickly, and then um, verse eleven. Verse eleven. Can we all read one to go? of evil against you falsely for my sake. Uh Uh-huh. 21. Rejoice and be exceeding glad for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. So he's about to chip in an agenda that is totally opposite what Moses taught them. And then he begins by letting them know you're already blessed. If people pay you and Give take you to turbulent times. He didn't say get back at them, he said you are blessed. <laughs> he said you are blessed, and then he revealed something here ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost his savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is therefore good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. You are the salt. Somebody say, I'm the salt, I am the salt. and he said, if the salt loses. It's savor. He is good for nothing. And you'll be trampled upon. Jesus Christ. What is that saver there? You are the salt. If the salt loses its saver. And the Greek word for the saver there, sir, means simpleton. To be simpleton. To be simple. To be foolish. And the simpleton, the meaning of simpleton means that lack of common sense. So if you lose your lack of common sense. (laughs) If you lose your lack of common sense. He didn't say if you lose your common sense. If you lose your lack of common sense. That means that you should be devoid of common sense. This is the face of God. This is the face of God. This is where you examine your life. This is the face of God. That means that for everybody born in this kingdom must not operate by common sense. The day you adapt to common sense, you are losing your savour. And he said that you will be good for nothing. And unfortunately, we are being taught common sense. Then Jesus begins to break down and he tells that let your light so shine that all all men may see your good works and glorify God. Then the whole chapter he begins to break down certain common senses that Moses taught. And he defiles everything and let them know that your true life is in when people say you are foolish. listen I put down something I was able to push some few things here verse 21 we'll be jumping verses verse 21 I want all of us to capture it can we all Oh, um, give me the King James don't worry Can we all read one to go? Ye he have heard that it was said by the old time, thou shalt not kill. You see that? And whosoever shall kill shall be in danger of the judgment. Now he's about to break this logic. Let's go. One to go. Continue. But I say unto you. Let's go. That whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of judgment. And whosoever shall say to his brother, Raka, shall be in danger of the council. But whosoever shall say, thou fool shall be in danger. So it is not just killing. I'm, I'm breaking it down for you. Anger is murder. Saying someone is foolish is also, is also in danger of hell. Somebody say common sense. (laughs) Verse 23. Want to go? Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, and there remembers that thy brother has ought against thee, leave there thy gift before the altar, and go thy way. First be reconciled to thy brother, and then come and offer thy gift. Another logic broken. So now, you see, if you have a problem with somebody today, your offering won't work. Can I tell you, this is the face of God. This is the face of God. This is the face of God. God. It's deeper than we think. It's deep. It's deep. That means that be careful. You don't even get angry with people. The face of God. Be careful if you are going to tell somebody raka, be careful. And then the next thing is that no matter how big your offering is, make sure you are at peace with everybody. Examine yourself. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 27 27 ye have heard that it was said by them of old thou shall not commit adultery but I say unto you that whosoever looketh upon a woman to lust after her had committed adultery with her already in his heart many men i see so if that is why you need more of god the standards of his life is not something that logic can handle the standards of god's life is not something that common sense can handle it is a whole impartation of his nature That must be resident in our spirits. As we walk about. So that we become a mystery to men. And they begin to think about us. And they don't really understand. From where is this person's life coming from? Put yourself on God's scale. Then you will realize that. There is more to this life. Than we have ever thought of. There is. Let me read the last one to you. Let me me just jump. The verse 43. The verse 43. Can we read one to go? Ye have heard that it has been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thy enemy. But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despisefully use you and persecute you. Can, is, this really, is this real? <laughs> that ye may be the children of your father which is in heaven. For he maketh his son to rise on evil and on good and sendeth rain on the just and the unjust is The life bless them, bless them that persecute you and despisefully use you. He said, Pray for them. He said, Anybody, if people are cursing you, are blessing. I <laughs> see. We have become like the children of Israel. We are fine replacing the gold with brass. So, though we are in the church, we are Christians, but we are fine. Replacing the good of God's nature with a brass, we are fine. You are under scrutiny to become like God. That is why 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 3 says that for the nature, we are, we are partakers of the nature who he is, if he was to be a man on earth, that is who the church must be. We are the full ambassadors of him. But sometimes when we talk about being ambassadors of God, what we enjoy to say is that he walked on water, so I also walk on water. No, the the pride of God is his nature. It's more powerful to love than to work miracles. Because Satan can work miracles, but he can never love. There is a dimension of God's nature that Satan can never be. That is the fruit of his spirit. Kindness, love, long-suffering. It is not part of Satan. And that is his pride if his church begins to exhibit that. There is a God seated. As we receive the claps, he's watching. I sometimes I get scared when he had to write letters to the seven ch- churches of the Asia Minor and then for every church he points to them, I know thy works. I know. I know. The Bible says that for all creation is naked before him. He said, I know thy works. Pastor may not know but he knows. The leadership of the church may not know but he knows. Every secret conversation is before him. Our thoughts are like sound uh, speakers in heaven. The things we think about. There is a whole sound system in heaven receiving it. That is why by revelation, Apostle Paul will tell you that we are being surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. Not audience, witnesses, they have their report card in their hands. And he said that lay aside every sin that easily bewitch you because they are watching. The people that see you from above is higher than those who see you from below. Let's be real all that fornication eh we, you you may, you may not even have record heaven has it <laughs> <God>. <laughs> jesus. <laughs> jesus. <laughs> i'm telling you i'm telling you are you fully representing jesus here on earth one of the churches called sadis he told them, I know your works. For you have a name that you are alive, but you are dead. Give me Revelation 3.1. NLT. NLT. <laughs> <laughs> One to go. Write this letter to the angel of the church in Sardis. This is the message from the one who has seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know all the things you do, and that you have a reputation for being alive, but you are dead. This is Jesus writing to a church. I know all the things you do. Young kind, I can't swear. One, two, go. Wake up. Strengthen what little remains, for even what is left is almost dead. I find that your actions do not meet the requirements of my God. This is not Old Testament. This is New Testament. <laughs> Go back to what you heard and believe that first. Hold it firmly. Repent and turn to me again. So it's possible a church can be away. Amen. If you don't wake up, I will come to you suddenly, as an unexpected, as a thief. You have a name that you are alive. Everybody calls you prayer warrior, but you are dead. You are dead. Everybody will jar. Holy are thou, but you know you are dead. I better be alive towards God and let men think that I am the most foolish person on earth than to have pride before men and miss before Him. He says that for your actions do not meet the requirement of my God. That means there is a requirement of God. There is a way to sing that God is happy. There is a way to live your life that makes God happy. Not God doesn't receive just anything. There is a way. There is. There is a way to be a pastor. There is a way to do ministry. There is a way to marry. There is a way to be in a relationship. There is a way. There is. There is a way to live your life in such a worldly world. There is a way. The Bible said he was tempted at all point, yet did not sin. Our disadvantage is that the man has come to pass through and have survived. So we are without excuse. The Bible says he passed through and was tempted at all point, yet did not sin. For 33 years, he came to check the earth. How come people cannot live a righteous life? He came and the spirit in him made him walk through 33 years he tempted at all point yet did not sin he said okay then if I have survived by my spirit I give you my spirit I give it to you so we are without excuse go and read the parable of the wedding the guy that entered the wedding and did not come with the wedding garment the bible says when the king came and questioned him the guy was speechless Yes, today you can talk back to us, but there is a king coming. You will be speechless before him. You can sit down and say, what is this stupid guy saying? Thank you. Insult me. You can watch an insult, but very soon the king will come. Your tongue will be cleaved to your mouth. You can't talk. The pride of men will melt before him. All our laborious speeches will be stupid and muted in his presence. Everything... That we hold so high will come down at his presence. So the Bible says that my Lord, the Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. There is a day coming, those who blaspheme against Jesus will be his footstool. The father said, Sit down, a day is coming. And Jesus is seated. Let them keep on persecuting the church. A day is coming, they will be a footstool. Let them keep on attacking the messages and the gospel. That day is coming. Let them keep on the hypocritical life. The day is coming. Yeah, Treat church as a common thing. Some of you come to church as though we are begging you to come. Treat God as that common thing, as that spare time. A day is coming. A day is coming that the king of kings will bring all things before you. And the Bible says Revelation 20. When John was seeing the future, he said, "I saw both great and small." <laughs> both great and small humbled in his presence. So kings humbled, truck drivers humbled, presidents humbled, teachers humbled. Don't let salary separation think that you are big. Don't let the differences in our car think that you are big. We are all going six feet. Then we all go up to meet him. And we will see those who can talk. And those who cannot talk. You will see. I fear. By him, all actions are weighed. By him. After this message finishes, by him, the actions are weighed. Did I preach what I don't do? By him, actions are weighed. Sometimes when you take your offering and you are coming, by him, the offering is weighed by him. Everything is weighed by him. The greatest disappointment will be in heaven. Yes. When men have made us feel we are big until God reduces us to nothing. So Paul will say that I subject myself. I know that my approval is not in my power, it's in his power. I fear for today's church. The way we are treating church as an institution, I fear. Throughout scriptures, ah, even be, before he died, he was talking about coming as a thief. After his death, he appears to John and says, Say, I'm coming as a thief. The man's coming will not be announced. It will be one day like this. When you are in church and still browsing Facebook. One day like this. When you have, you have removed your shirt and you are on the bed and you have opened the pornographic site. One day. One day. When you can invite people to parties, but can't invite them to church. One day that you are calling the person to invite to party, the trumpet will sound. Then our spirits will leave us. And we will shake and tremble in his presence. One time James was speaking, he said, even demons know him and they tremble. Sir, nobody can feel good in his presence. Everybody will tremble. One time the Israelites wanted to see him. Before he would come, they saw the cloud and the smoke. They went to tell Moses, take your God. Take him. We, we don't want to meet him again. Take him. One of the breakthroughs anybody can have on earth is to have a glimpse of the glory of God. You will no more treat church the way you treat it. You will no more treat yourself the way you treat yourself. You will no more treat the presence of the Holy Spirit the way you treat it. Just pray one day that God, show me a little of who you are. Just show me. Show me and I will sacrifice for a pornography and fornication today. Just show me. The problem is that a part of him have not really been manifested in us. If Jesus can show us who he is. That one of these days you will come. We were, we were in a crusade in Kumase just last week. And some people slept in trance from evening till morning on the crusade ground. And they came back with revelations of how Jesus appeared to them. And you could see conviction in the heart of young men. Now I have seen him, I will live for him. Listen, our, our prayers now is not to see how powerful the man of God is, is to see that Jesus. There is no much information you hear about me that can let you give all to Jesus unless you see him that should be the content of our prayer we all will open faces beholding us in a glass the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory it's not enough to look like your pastor the destiny is to look like Jesus And we don't have time. People of God, we don't have time. We don't. Young men must change. We don't have time. Young women must change. We don't have time. It's time like Zacchaeus, we go back to him and we cry out. Lord, we give up. It's time like that of Apostle Paul. Return and say I was the chief sinner. But now, by his grace and his mercy, It's time, like Peter, we go back and say, I'm a sinner, I'm ready. I'm ready, Lord. It's time we become so real, we look as in a glass who he is. Have we not mocked him enough? Have we not shamed his presence enough? Let's close. I'm telling you, there is a measuring rule. How much of Jesus can be found in you. I'm not here to excite you but to let you know in examining yourself put away how much is in your accounts. Put away your beauty. There are some of you, the only thing you can say about what God has done for you is that he gave you a job. It's bigger than that it's for you to look like him for we don't know how it will be but we know that when he appears we must look like him when he appears we are not to look like music icons we must look like him we cannot look like Satawali I say it, we must look like him like the world we must look like him one time he came and said learn from me for I am meek and humble we must look like Jesus for we are the light of this world that we come out and then, like the Antioch, the church in Antioch, the people didn't go and say we are the descendants of Jesus. The others, the, the nation studied them like this and said, These ones are Christians. The name Christian was not given by Jesus or God, it was given by some observance. They observed people until they saw that that Jesus, these are the people that look like him. Mahatma Gandhi said, I have read about that Jesus. I like him, but I don't like his followers because they, they are nothing like him. The message of your actions is more powerful than the message of your words. Can your wife see Jesus in you? Can your children see Jesus in you? Can your friends see Jesus in you? Can your workplace see Jesus in you? Can your girlfriend see? Can your boyfriend see? Arise and begin to call on the Lord I want to be like you 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 you. somebody cry out I want to be Now lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Human beings are creatures of regret. It has been studied that people will never do the right thing until they have no chance to do it again. That is human nature. And all of us have the chance to hear The voice of the Lord. And to cry out to him and say, Lord, if there be anything, Psalm 139, search my heart and try my thought. If there be any wickedness in me, he says, show me the way that is everlasting. These were prayers of men like us. Who would go before God and tell the Lord, Lord, search me. Search me. There may be things in me you are not happy with. Lord, search me. There may be things in me that is not consistent with your will. Lord, search me. That your will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, search me. I have gone my own way. Lord, draw me back to yourself. I have done things on my own. Lord, draw me back to yourself. I have had my own plans. I have had my own dreams. I have pursued my own achievements. Lord, it's time. Bring me back to yourself. I want to look like you. That one day I stand before the Lord and he will not be ashamed of me. He said, anyone that will be ashamed of me in this perverse world, I will be ashamed of him before my father and his holy angels. So there are some people that Jesus will be ashamed of. Can you stand that shame? One day when we all appear before him. Can you stand that shame? sir? Can you stand it? You have not been able to stand the shame of not having money. Can you stand the shame of Jesus not calling you that good and faithful servant? Can you stand it? Can you stand it? When Jesus tells you in the eyes, eyeball to eyeball, that you were not faithful to me. Can you stand it? When Jesus said you were not a good servant. Can you stand it, sir? You can't, oh. You can't. You can't. You can't. That is why this is your chance. This is the opportunity. That you cry out to him and say, Lord, I know myself. I'm proud. Save me. I know myself. I am greedy. I'm covetous. Lord, help me. More of you. More of you. More of you. And I know that my greedy nature will be diluted automatically. More of you. More more. I trust men more than I trust you. Lord, have mercy. Have mercy. I trust in my business more than I trust you. Lord, have mercy. I want to be like you. Now lift up your hands. Say this after me. Say, Lord Jesus. Jesus. We are more than 10 here. Shout it loud and clear. Say, Lord Jesus. Jesus. More of you. I cry out. In the name of Jesus, if you can lift up your voice, begin to cry out. If you can clap your hands, clap your hands to the Lord. Begin to pray, cry out to the Lord. More of you. I'm tired of who I am. I'm tired of the hypocritical life. I'm tired. Lord more. Lord more. And you will see your heart and come. He will see your heart Mom.
1: and come. Mom. Mom.
0: Release yourself into me Lord Release yourself into me Lord Release yourself into me Lord lo. I'm no more proud being myself I want to be like you I'm no more proud
1: being myself oh, more
0: of you pray, keep on praying
1: more of you. Jesus more of, you. more of you somebody lift up your voice more Just mala sa ya da Ras mala sa ya da Ras mala in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus
0: in the name of Jesus now let's go specific then we live here as I was preaching maybe through the word of God you were seeing Jesus and you are seeing something in your life that you are not proud of and you know this doesn't look like Jesus. And you are that person. Lift up your two hands. And let's quickly call on him. Amen. That dilutes that thing with Amen. your presence.
1: Amen.
0: Dilute it. I don't need it anymore. Dilute it. Amen.
1: There
0: must not be a difference between me and my Lord. The Bible says that abide in me and I in you. That's right. The word abide means that let us be the same without a difference.
1: Uh, And
0: you are going to pray that, Lord, if there is any difference, it's time for you to take it away.
1: I'm I'm
0: not proud of that difference. I'm not proud of that difference. I'm not proud of that difference. Lift up your voice and begin to cry out. I'm not proud of
1: it. Assess your life and tell the Lord, I am not proud of this. I am not proud of this in the name of Jesus there
0: is a generation coming that the only thing that can survive the test of this time and even the antichrist system they are building the only thing that can survive is that reality of Christ's nature that will be resident in our heart so he said I will build my church it is the church I build with myself that the gate of hell cannot prevail it's not the church that is built with common sense Is the church that is built with my nature, the church that is built with my word, the church that is built with my spirit? And I pray for somebody here. He said, When the enemy will come as a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up that standard, and that standard is the church that Jesus will build. The more we behold, the more we become.
1: Amen.
0: From today, may your eyes be open Amen. to behold of his glory. Amen. May your eyes be open Jesus. to see his person. Amen. May your eyes be open Jesus. to know him. Amen. Paul said, That I may know him. That I may know him. Because my making is in knowing him. That I may know him. I pray for every heart yearning to see Jesus after tonight. May Jesus reveal himself. He said, Anyone that keeps my word, I will visit him. And my father will make his uphold in him. As you live here, meditating on God's word and walking in God's word. May you have this strange visitation from the Lord. May God show up in the name of Jesus. Then suddenly people will begin to see you like Him. There will be a testament around your life that this one is a true representative of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, my Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Your word says when we manifest the kingdom, all other things shall be added. Now as your people seek to become like you, then let them know there are some things they need not to pray about. But those things will begin to flow all around their lives. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God, their lives will be a testimony to the world at large. I give you all the glory for their lives. That everyone here will grow into the fullness of the measure. Continue for them to be hungry for you until they have reached that fullness of the measure of our Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen.